0: Welcome to the Real Pill Podcast. This is your host and writer for your entertainment corner, Kelsey Loiselle. And with me today is my co-host.
1: Uh, Mark Salcido, uh managing editor and writer at ScreenGeek.net. Sorry about my my voice, folks. I think I'm coming down with a cold.
0: You know, it made me, uh, made me like kind of have a little, you know how you have like a little daydream scenario?
1: Mm-hmm. Or, like, a, or a nightmare scenario?
0: No, I think it would be a daydream. <laughs> okay. It would be like, you know, if if dreams had genres, mm-hmm. it would be a comedy. Where when I get really sick, you know how I'd turn really manly?
2: <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> if I did the podcast like that.
1: Hi, <laughs> <laughs> oh, everybody. It's Kelsey Loisel, <laughs> Writer at Your Entertainment Corner. <laughs>
0: <laughs> um, yeah. And I like trees
1: do you now i do
0: i love them <laughs> okay <laughs> um we are on facebook twitter and instagram at you can find us at the real appeal with two e's and real and you can email us if you want to at the at gmail.com and um we would like to get reviews on itunes so we can be noticed
1: Give us yeah. those, give us those lights. Give us those uh, those lights. Those lights. Yeah, we
0: like lights.
1: <laughs> well, what is, I don't even know what the uh, iTunes ratings. Are. I think it's like stars or something. Like yeah, that. yeah. Give us those stars so we can get noticed. It's really great. It's really wonderful. Thank you. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Thank you in advance. that's asshole speak in the corporate world. Thank for, you in advance. Really? <laughs> yeah. For you're gonna do this shit, so I'm thanking you now.
2: I'm gonna use that. <laughs>
0: Um, This week we are going to do the news, uh, the recent review of Zack Snyder's Justice League. We are not going to do a variety time because we have so much to talk about for our geriatric cinematic Mm -hmm. Superman 2, the Richard Donner cut. Mm
1: -hmm. Can't wait to talk about that. I
0: know. And everyone's probably like, what? (laughs) You know, if you're not like hardcore, Uh. you didn't know about that
1: yeah yeah that's true yeah um like if you have a passing knowledge of superman movies you're like unaware of like the richard Donner version
0: yeah um and our topic mark uh
1: is a mulligan the only thing these movies need question mark
0: Hmm. question mark mark (laughs) (laughs) uh so do you want to kick off the news
1: yeah um, so Showtime is sorry. Showtime is already working on a limited series on the Capitol riots that happened on January six. Mm-hmm.
0: Um, it's been barely more than two months.
1: Yeah, I know. Uh, it looks like it's going to be a limited series uh, from Billy Ray, uh, Shane,
0: and uh, Shane Salerno.
1: Salerno, yeah, who have worked on uh, the Comey rule, which I remember that was. Um, I think that was like a Showtime Produce film about like, uh, what's that homeboy? The head of the FBI, James Comey, I think mm-hmm. is his name. Yeah. Who pretty much helped Trump win the election, so fuck that guy. Yeah. Uh, Ray will write the series in addition to directing with, uh, how you say his name again? Salerno? Sol- Salerno. Salerno, thank you, for executive producing. Uh, Josh Mulligan uh, is also executive produce with the uh, Showtime producing, uh, the whole thing.
0: Josh McLaughlin.
1: McLaughlin. Mago- Did I say McGullin?
0: Mm, i think you said mulligan
1: <laughs> mulligan <laughs> i got mulligan on the line <laughs> I know, I was McLaughlin. okay so the synopsis is uh the limited series will examine the, and explore multiple points of views uh of the events leading up to the january 6th attack on u.s capitol including the final days of Trump administration and the culminate <clears throat> culminate the attack itself after itself the aftermath and the fbi and congressional investigations that's fucking fast that this has been i know i mean I, I, I wouldn't i wouldn't be okay i take it back i wouldn't be surprised if like a producer looked at this like while this happening mm-hmm. and was like that's a that's a movie or we've been doing movies like that years why can't we just do do this
0: do you have an idea why why i, I immediately read that and what popped into my head mm-hmm. is who's going to use this against trump in court who because he has all these litigations. Oh, against him okay. and stuff. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. That's upcoming, and I think they want to do it because oh, to
1: give like some type of ammo for the prosecution,
0: either ammo or like mm-hmm. um, what's the word, um, the word for like <laughs> <laughs> evidence. <laughs> no, <when>, and <laughs> like like if you're in a football game and one team has more. Like, oh, the upper hand. I guess it's not. That's not the right word, but yeah, you know. When they've got more momentum.
1: Momentum. Okay, gotcha, gotcha. To give
0: it more momentum so Mm -hmm. that, you know, like, people are like, oh, look at all this shit that happened. Yeah,
1: yeah. And it's like, it it seems like a lot of people seem to be having short-term memory. Especially, mm. I mean, nobody's forgotten the Capitol, but there's been so much distortion when it comes to, like, the truth and everything, even though we saw it right there. Know, you so know, funny. people swore up and down Antifa was involved that no way Trump had some hand in it or his cronies or any shit like that. Mm. So, and, of course, now we're on to the next thing, you know. Yeah. So, this is this is going to, like, reignite interest in it and going to, granted, um, you know, he wasn't... Uh, what's the word i'm looking for um he was impeached there we're like forgetting words today he wasn't impeached or anything like that but he still is gonna he's he's probably still gonna face some type of um litigation or some type of court proceeding or some shit because i mean come on let's be real he had a hat in it mm. you know
0: yeah so i'm looking forward to that
1: yeah so what else is going on in the news
0: so jamie fox apparently has a Mike Tyson biopic in the works, and it is going to be a limited series, um, produced, executive produced by Antoine Fuqua and Martin Scorsese. Mm-hmm. Um, Fox, he, you know, he's good at biopics. He did Ray, and and he won an Oscar for it in 2004. Mm-hmm. He is going to star in an executive produced Tyson. Um, it's going to be executive produced by Fuqua and uh martin scorsese mm. and also tyson's gonna work on it yeah um and then colin preston wrote the pilot i guess he's like a new screenwriter mm-hmm. and um yeah, I've,
1: I've never heard of this guy
0: yeah so he wrote the pilot and he's gonna he's continuing like he's still working on the rest of the series um do you know the story of mike tyson
1: like <laughs> how he was brought up and everything
0: no because the <laughs> <laughs> what Every time someone says Tyson, even though don't you, tell me you think of the chicken. Yes. Oh my god. Yes.
1: <laughs> At least you don't get a mix-up with Dyson. The vacuum.
0: Yeah, I know what that is. Okay. I was trying okay. to make a joke in my head, but it didn't come. So I was like, "Wait, is there a joke?" No. I um,
1: glad I jumped on on that grenade.
0: <laughs> uh, no, I'm not familiar with his story.
1: His story is really interesting. Um, he was the like the youngest like. Not world championship i think i think at one point he was the world the youngest world championship box sorry the world uh boxing world champion um there's there's a story of him during some bout uh i think it was like a, an olympic bout and he knocked out a guy in 8 seconds oh jesus just the the bell didn't get done ringing before the guy got knocked <laughs> the fuck out um but his history is like pretty troubled as well cuz he didn't really have like he had like a father figure who was his coach mm. but um but that was when he was like his late teens i think like mid to late teens but like when that guy died he like lost his way he got into like drugs um he went to jail for like sexually assaulting uh a woman um his relationship with robin gibbons is very famous because she did an interview like with him right next to her saying that like being married to this man is hell he beats the shit out of me constantly this this and that and everything like that mm. um He's well known for like having like well not not so much now but he used to have like a really bad temper. Um, however, granted, I think he's like 55, 56 now. Mm-hmm. I would never want to fight that guy
0: ever. Not ever. even if he's like eighty five
1: ever. Because <laughs> I've seen his like training videos of him because he was going up against against like Roy Jones Jr. Mm-hmm. This dude he like got back into training. He moved. He still moves as fast as he did when he was in his twenties, mm-hmm. probably faster because he has less. Uh, muscle mass he's a lot thinner but he looks like he can still like punch your fucking teeth out
0: <laughs> yeah um so yeah um the film was spo- it was supposed to be a film back in 2014 mm-hmm. and terrence winter was supposed to write the script um and i guess they've moved on from that and um they're they're going to be taking it to market soon mm-hmm. um and this is on the heels of hulu um ordering a limited series about iron Mike, um from i tanya screenwriter uh and director craig gillespie mm-hmm. and executive produced by margot Robbie and karen gist um
3: but and, it's and like a series yeah
1: i'm actually curious about that one too because it, like i say it's by, behind the people who did uh i tanya and i remember i remember loving that movie i thought it was really great
0: yeah I, tanya was great yeah. um but Tyson is like really upset with that and he's saying that um he's calling it cultural cultural misappropriation and tone deaf. Yeah. That they've decided to like
1: the goal, come to Go out with the show. I'm yeah. sure
0: that he's probably told them not to. Like he might have gotten wind of it, I'm sure, from mm-hmm. somebody and he just said no and they went with it anyway. Yeah,
1: yeah. I, mean, I don't I don't I don't doubt that. Um especially because, you know, Nobody wants to have a biopic made about them without, like, they're okay.
0: I wonder how that works. Mm. I was, I know it sounds funny, but I was watching Mm. Food That Built America.
1: Oh, (laughs) the one with Rizzo in it? Yeah. Okay.
0: They were talking about, um, like, the candy bar wars. Okay. During the Great Depression, when Uh nobody had any money to go do things, Mm -hmm. all of a sudden candy became really popular because it was cheap. So Mm. it was like a way, like a little pick-me-up. When you couldn't even have alcohol because it was still in prohibition. Oh, okay. So. Um, <laughs>
1: from from one vice to another.
0: Exactly, that's what they said too. Um, and there was one guy who was like buying candy bars mm-hmm. and then marketing them as his own.
1: <laughs> what, what candy bar was this?
0: I I don't remember which ones they were, but the, <laughs> then.
1: Was it was it Snickers? And they just took the S out and call it <laughs> Nickers. Oh, that sounds so wrong. <laughs>
0: Get one of these chocolatey knickers. <laughs> <laughs> um. So what ended up happening was he there was one uh he created the Babe Ruth, okay. or Baby Ruth. Mm-hmm. He first marketed that to Babe Ruth, and Babe Ruth said, "No, I don't want you using my name." Yeah, yeah, yeah. Then Babe Ruth came out with his own chocolate <laughs> bar, and this guy's like. All right, I'm gonna call it like Baby Ruth. Yeah, yeah. And then Babe Ruth tried to sue him and lost. <laughs> That's like, funny. So I'm just wondering too, like
1: I didn't even know Babe Ruth had, had his own candy bar.
0: Oh yeah, he did, but obviously it failed. Yeah, yeah. Um, the thing is, like Mike Tyson is still alive. Yeah, yeah. Like, at what point do people like not really care if they're gonna get sued for something, right? Like uh-huh. it, could, it could be considered libel
1: that's true i think i think um maybe they got it from like a a, from an unauthorized like uh biography or something like that because i mean like case in point another one was like that show the crown i remember Mm. um the royal family was like coming out saying like yeah that's not our life that's this that and everything Mm. and i think they said they were thinking about search for legal action um but i think it falls under something like freedom of creativity or some shit yeah and that's what
0: i'm thinking too
1: yeah 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 and i'm sure like I mean, I mean they've made a biopic of like O.J. Simpson at one point, they made a biopic <laughs> of the Menendez brothers and stuff like that. Mm. Um, I think it I think it only comes into effect if it if it really is going to be slanderous. And they might not paint Mike Tyson in a in a certain light, but at the same time Mike Tyson kind of did that on his, on his own. I'm not mm. saying he deserved it. Yeah. But it's just like how more extreme can you take it? because yeah. like Mike the like the stories that were told about Mike Tyson and like the story he's told is like super fucking duper crazy shit. Yeah. So if anything they might like tone it down.
0: Maybe. Yeah. Um so yeah. So um I think that's oh okay so mike tyson actually had a quote Mm -hmm. he says i have been looking to tell my story for quite some time with the recent launch of legends only league and the excitement from fans following my return to the ring now feels like the perfect moment i look forward to collaborating with martin antoine jamie and the entire creative team to bring audiences a series that not only captures my professional and personal journey but also inspires and entertains
1: yeah he's become more of a I guess you said more of a well adjusted individual now, ever since he's kind of like. I, I, I remember he did like a one man show that Spike Lee directed that I heard is really good. Um, and people have looked at him in and, and a more comedic light now because he's kind of done like this comedic kind of. These Didn't comedic he roles. used to
0: take himself so seriously that no one could joke about him mm-hmm. at all? And yeah. now he's like joking about himself? Yeah.
1: And I think he said during an interview that he was like, Weed saved my life. Because like he told me to chill the fuck out. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm, int- I'm interested in both the, uh, both of those. I'm interested in the Jamie Foxx one and the uh, I- I'd imagine and the, the Hulu one and the Hulu. One. I imagine one, especially the fact that it's gonna be like Martin Scorsese he is a, a producer along with Anton Fouquan, It's gonna look hella fucking good. Yeah. Um. So what else happened in the news today was that uh, because it's, it's great because this is a DC themed episode. Uh, DC Films uh, taps promising young director, uh, Emerald.
0: Promising young woman. Director. Oh yeah, sorry. Promising
1: young woman. Uh, director Emerald, uh, F- how do you say? It? Fennel. Fennel. I always say her name wrong. Fennel. Everybody's name wrong, actually. <laughs> uh, Fennel to write uh, Zatanna. do uh, I could say that. <laughs> Sorry, Zatanna superhero movie. Um, I think this is. I mean, I'm really interested about this because uh, Fennel, her writing's really good, and I remember we really liked Promising Young Woman, mm-hmm. like a fuck ton. Um, so she's tapped to direct Satana for the big screen adaptation. Um, this will be considered like the first uh, female led f- film coming out of DC, which.
0: Harley Quinn doesn't count?
1: I think, well, I don't know. Like the article I read it, they said second. I think they meant like it's in solo. Because Harley Quinn's kind of considered like a team.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah, film. that's right.
1: Um, so let me see. Uh, Warner Bros. DC film JJ Abrams Bad Robot are in production. Um, let me see. So, for those who don't know, uh, Zatanna was created by uh, Gardner Fox and Murphy Anderson. Uh, she's a magician and considered one of the most powerful sorcerers in the DC universe. Um, she's kind of like I don't want to say she's I don't want to say she's like the Doctor Strange of the DC universe. I think that more goes to like Constantine, mm. um, but she is no actually not because Constantine's not even a sorcerer. So maybe I could say that he's like no okay. I would say that maybe she's like the female version. Um, no, there's somebody else. I can't remember this one superhero who is like the Doctor Strange of the DC. But she, she like she wears like a magician's outfit, like top hat and like like she actually she looks more like a magician's uh, like assistant, mm-hmm. but she's like the one with all the magic. Gotcha. Um, she's been shown in like multiple um, animated movies and series, mm-hmm. and her character's really great. Um, from what I see, because I'm not a you know, huge uh, Satana fan,
2: mm-hmm.
1: but at least know somewhat of the character um i'm down for this because it seems like like i i enjoy the harley quinn movie um i'm interested i'm trying to think of what dc film i'm actually interested in without shitting on any of them
0: i'm kind of excited about not excited but mm-hmm. hopeful about this because mm-hmm. it feels a lot like dc is wanting to slow the fuck down yeah and look at these side characters and give the main ones a break.
1: Yeah, yeah. Like, I think she'd be considered maybe like a C-level character. Mm-hmm. Uh, especially like the level of like, popularity that she has. But yeah. I remember I was reading this article, which I believe was from Variety. Um, they In the article, it said like, DC is starting to take the Marvel approach now. Of like, let's just go ahead and make this shit entertaining. We don't necessarily have to make it just for kids or just for adults we can do maybe we can find like a happy medium and you know they're getting it seems like they're kind of taking a step of doing what i've always seen is the marvel route which get a writer or a director who's like hungry who mm-hmm. hasn't really proven her, themselves don't get me wrong uh Fennel has proven herself with um
0: promising young, a, woman. Promising young
1: woman and killing eve yeah because she's behind that um so i guess not. But, uh,
0: but she's not really launched
1: yeah yeah she's not like big big launch yeah um well, even though she—well, I take that back. She might get there because remember she's nominated for—I uh, think she's nominated for best director for *Promising Young Woman* at the Oscars. Oh, okay. So, I mean, I want to see this happen, but like, given DC's track record, we don't know if that's going to go through. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Um, she also showed up in Smallville for anyone out there who's Smallville fans. I know that was like a culty thing mm-hmm. back then, but oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That yeah. character, yeah, showed up. Did you used to watch Smallville? No.
1: Uh, I I remember I was gonna try to get into that show, but it was like, I think they were like season ten, and I was like,
0: never. Mind. I can't think about that show and not think about all the fucking controversy in the last couple years.
1: Well, how How do you mean?
0: You didn't hear about the. The sex ring controversy?
1: Oh yeah, with the homegirl with the with the the vow and shit like that. Yeah. Oh yeah. Nexium, that's his call. The Nexium call. Yeah, I just I watched that uh some of that vow documentary. Oh, okay. I watched the one on HBO and the one on Star. I
0: didn't watch a documentary. I just heard about it in the news. So I'm like, oh. what the fuck?
1: If he I know you and don't have, she tried
0: to get the girl that played Lana into it?
1: I know you don't watch I know you don't have stars, but I would recommend you get stars for seven days. Mm. just to watch that documentary because it's fucked up. <laughs> it's so fucked up. Speaking
0: uh, of. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, what, yeah, what do we got
0: next? Let's do our recent review of Zack Snyder's Justice League.
2: So begins the, the end. For Darkseid. I've never seen a being as strong. Maybe one. He's back.
1: I spent a lot of time trying to divide us.
2: I made a promise to him on his grave. I need to bring us together. There are enemies coming from far away. They serve an old power. This world is divided. No protectors here. No lanterns. No Kryptonium. It will fall in his name. I have turned worlds to dust. All of existence shall be mine.
1: second chance i am
2: not gonna waste it
0: the synopsis is Zack snyder's definitive director's cut of justice league determined to ensure superman's ultimate sacrifice was not in vain bruce wayne aligns forces with diana prince with plans to recruit a team of metahumans to protect the world from an approaching threat of catastrophic proportions Directed by Zack Snyder. Written by Chris Terrio, It stars Ben Affleck, Henry Cavill, Amy Adams, Gal Gadot, Ray Fisher, Jason Momoa, Ezra Miller, and Willem Dafoe. <laughs> I mean, it really doesn't
1: star Willem Dafoe, but you put him there for a reason.
0: Yes, I did. <laughs>
1: <laughs> All right. So we're here. We finally made it. Um, previous episodes of this podcast, we went through... The previous Justice League films. We went through what? Manistel, of Steel, Batman v Superman, and 2017's Justice League. So here we are now with the four-hour Zack Snyder cut. Kelsey. Yeah. What did you think about
0: it? I was actually conflicted. Mm, okay. Okay. Here's the thing. I don't have a background in in comics at all. Mm-hmm. Um... And I I only watched the Superman animated series growing up like a little bit. Mm-hmm. I was more into Batman. Yeah. Um, and you know this coming on the heels of watching Justice League that came out in 2017, mm-hmm. and that one was so god awful mm-hmm. that anything is better. Mm hmm. I couldn't see why this film was getting so much hate
2: mm-hmm.
0: like this version of it okay i could understand about some of the slow motion issues mm-hmm. um and how long it was yeah not everything made sense but a lot more of it did mm-hmm. and so i'm not gonna say i didn't hate it yeah it wasn't my favorite movie but it was at least mildly entertaining yeah yeah, yeah. like there were times where i was sitting on the edge of my seat
3: mm
1: um yeah yeah i mean I'm, like for those who know me who have listened to this pod like i we well actually kelsey's the one who shits on dc more than i do now i think about it because I, I do
0: I, and I, <laughs> fucking wb
1: but i i tend to give him a little leeway, lee little leeway but when it comes to like i think i'm okay let me just preferences i think what kind of leads into like my dislike of some of these dc films is like the schneider fans because they've kind of like mm-hmm. made it toxic. Yeah. Um same thing goes for like Star Wars fans. Like And
0: especially that last movie.
1: The last Star Wars movie? Oh, The Rise of Skywalker. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. So like I had heard that it was great, right? And I took that with a grain of salt because a lot of these Snyder fans, especially these Snyder bots, you know, are saying mm-hmm. it's great. Yeah. Um so I was very uh, what's the word? I guess apprehensive is the word. I'm skeptic. Skeptic, thank you. Um, so, watching this, I will say that it is a better version. It is definitely a better version of 2017. It's a more coherent story. We mm-hmm. we we are getting our point A to point B. We are seeing the character motivation. We are seeing backstories that was not in the previous film.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And and in this film, we like we get more of a cyborg backstory. You know, which I will admit. I did like it. Mm-hmm. It worked, and I could see. And you're not going to tell me anything else other than that Ray Fisher was pissed off because they cut his shit out because of that. Every everything he's kicking up a stink is because of that.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Okay. So I will say I did enjoy it because it made more sense. However, it does not make it a great movie. One, it did not need to be four hours long.
0: I agree with you there.
1: Two it did not need all that fucking slow motion, like I
0: agree with you there, like
1: if you cut that slow motion out, you've got a maybe a three hour movie to two and a half hour movie, right mm-hmm. and much much much, much tighter,
2: yeah,
1: um another thing that's it's so f- stupid is like the Wonder Woman character it seems it's more fucked up in this movie, which doesn't make like. Where like in Josh Whedon's, you kind of got more of a uh, more of a a caring Diana Prince. I mean, yeah, you got her being like a war and a badass and everything, but you also see like okay, like she she's has true heart.
0: to Wonder Woman. Yeah,
1: like. she has heart. She's true to Wonder Woman. I mean, there are two different versions of Wonder. Woman. There's that one. There's like the battle, like the the war torn Wonder Woman, right? It's very disjointed when you have her in the same movie where she's like. You know, you know, oh cyborg, you know, you can help us, you can have us save the day, and blah 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 blah. And then the next thing over, she's like crushing somebody's head, like smashing against the wall and blood, I'm like that dude is definitely dead. Mm-hmm. You know, or like cut, like she literally cuts a person's head off in this movie, in a, in a, <laughs> a super like pissed off dramatic way, which mm-hmm. is like, yo, is, Bi- is Wonder Woman like bipolar mm-hmm. <laughs> going on in this movie? Yeah. um I will admit that they did fix the Ezra Miller flash a little bit.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: However, still don't like that flash. I no. s- it's That flash is still fucking annoying. Yeah. Um, there, there's, some, there's some aesthetic, a lot of aesthetic uh, things that Zack Snyder does, which doesn't make sense. Mm-hmm. It's really dumb. It's it's like surface level stupid. Like it just looks fucking cool,
2: mm-hmm. you
1: know. And I think that's why a lot of a lot of these people, especially like these Snyder fans, are like, "Oh, this is the greatest movie." Well, first of all, if you're a Snyder fan and you think this is the greatest movie ever, you need to go turn this shit the fuck off because I don't care what you got to say now, because they are saying that this is better than any Marvel movie. This is better than any Avenger movie.
0: I saw a picture today
1: mm-hmm.
0: in a group. Yeah, that got me kicked out of the group. <laughs> with you there buddy (laughs) okay the picture was Mm -hmm. a meme not even a meme it was just a picture of like all of the top 10 rated Mm -hmm. imdb superhero like comic book Mm -hmm. films and the very top one was 8.5 on imdb yeah and it was zack snyder's justice league Mm -hmm. and then behind it there are four movies all at 8.4 or five movies, actually. Yeah. And these people are like, look. Look at all these movies that came before one of the Marvel movies. Even though it's ra- two of them are rated the same. Mm-hmm. They put them behind the other three. Yeah. To like make their point. You know what I mean?
1: I don't think that point's valid anymore because I'm looking at IMDb. The rating's 8.4 now. So Because you said it was 8.5 and the others were 8.4, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, so... Like what their argument is, any Snyder fan or whatever is making that that argument that you were saying, does is no longer carries any weight. Yeah, it's complete bullshit. going.
0: but it just annoyed me that Mm -hmm. they were like, you know, these four movies came before the very first Marvel one that came up, Uh, and and I'm like, no, they're rated the same. How can you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you're just being an asshole.
1: So were these like DC films?
0: The ones that came before the Marvel one, yeah. Mm -hmm. Hmm. But like they were three five of them were yeah. rated the same. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But they listed the DC ones first.
1: Mm, okay. That's sorry, that's
0: dumb. And then there someone was like just talking shit. That person who posted it was just talking shit.
1: <laughs> Which surprising <me> wasn't me. <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, like like against Marvel Yeah, fans. yeah, yeah.
2: No, I'm making a joke.
0: And then I'm like, you know, it's too early on a Monday. Too early on a Monday to be dealing with someone's fucking ego trip. Mm-hmm. Like, come on.
2: Mm.
0: Anyways, they didn't like what I had to say. I didn't swear at anybody. Yet or And I was trying to be like, look, I know there are DC fans out there who actually like the movies. Mm-hmm. You're just being trash right now. You're not one of those people <laughs> who actually just likes the movie. You yeah, just want to yeah. pick a fucking fight. Yeah. And I got kicked.
1: <laughs> okay, so let's... Um Without spoiling, without spoiling it, without spoiling it um, what was what, what? were the things that, that you did like about uh, about them? Because I know you say you're on the edge of your, on the edge of your seat for some of it.
0: I enjoyed that the story was cohesive. Yeah, that's one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Two. Um, I like how they kind of took their time with S- Superman coming back.
1: Yeah, I will agree with that, too. I, I did enjoy that, yeah.
0: Even though the movie's too long, like, they took their time. Mm-hmm. Um, I like and also dislike Ray Fisher. Mm-hmm. I like how badass he is. Mm-hmm. I don't like how fucking emo he is when you first meet him. Mm-hmm. Um, But for me, it kind of gets better as the movie goes along. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, yeah. Um. What else? I like.
1: Were there any of the um, did any of the did any of the seventy million dollars production into the effects? What do you think any of it was worth it? Uh,
0: probably um, mm. Steppenwolf. Steppenwolf mm. was a huge improvement.
1: Yeah, I will admit that he was definitely a huge improvement. However, he was uh, overly designed. Overly designed, like overly designed. I. I don't know. <laughs> you don't know.
0: He was designed the same way, but mm-hmm. it was like the difference of seeing something in focus and out of focus. I mean, well, it, it was like a Mario game from the <laughs> 80s to like the early 2000s. I mean, well, I mean yeah, I mean
1: there was a stark difference in like the character design. Um, like I, but I like to I like to equate that to like what, like uh, what you ordered? Like what you order from here and what you order from Wish. And then, like, the Whedon version is, like, the Wish version. And then mm-hmm. what you actually order is, like, the Zack Snyder version. Um, I will admit, it did look, it it looked a lot uh, better. Like, it looked less cheap. Mm-hmm. Like, you can tell, obviously, you can tell, like, they spent all, like, a lot of their time uh, putting it together. I know there was, uh, I think, to put this whole thing together, was, like, a number of months.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, however, during the pandemic, you have nothing to do. And if that's your focus, like, that's all yeah. you're spending your time on. So, of course, there's time to, like to polish it
0: a couple more things i really enjoyed mm-hmm. uh the flash was better mm. his running was better um
1: <laughs> yeah I, oh fuck, that was so much better
0: <laughs> batman's motivations had a little bit more time to like gain some actual truth behind them
1: yeah 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 exactly like it, it developed a little bit better it was still kind of i i, I still felt kind
0: of a fast term but not yeah. not as bad
1: yeah, yeah, like, I mean, it would totally make sense if, like...
0: We the had other a, film had to be better first. Yeah,
1: exactly. <laughs> or, yeah, the other movie it either had to be better first, or, like, if there was a... Of course, there wasn't. But if there was a movie between BVS and Justice League, and we got the time to see Batman kind of like, all right, I fucked up. Yeah. But it, Batman kind of turning, it was weird, like, if... Ba- <laughs> it, it almost seemed like... It almost seemed like Batman was, like fucked up about what happened what he what he had a hand in in bvs mm-hmm. and alfred was like here master wing smoke this blunt and chill the fuck out <laughs> yeah and he or he had a snickers and he got like he got better
0: um the other thing i like is that the amazonians mm-hmm. and even in the 2017 version mm-hmm. they weren't written like men had written them
1: Oh, yeah, exactly.
0: Like, they were actually badass. They weren't whiny little babies. Mm. Like, they were warriors.
1: Yeah, there's like a particular scene. We won't talk about it now, but we'll do it in sports. There's a particular scene. I was just like, all right, that scene fucking works with the Amazonians
0: now. Yeah. Um, And also, Alfred wasn't as annoying to me. Yeah. He had more purpose, but still, I don't like his version very much.
1: Oh, the um, Jeremy Irons
0: version? Yeah, I just can't get behind it I, you know i liked his version but i think that's because
1: i like jeremy irons i just like seeing him in stuff
0: i could see him in like other stuff yeah. but i just felt like like he would exhaust me if i was in the room working with him <laughs> yeah that's true and you know and it's not giving it away but batman refers to him as his boss mm-hmm. as you know he works for him instead of with him or he worked instead of um alfred working for him yeah and i'm like Wait, what? Because you don't treat him that way.
1: Yeah, well, yeah. Obviously, that was just supposed to be a a joke, but it it, I, it was a joke that fell flat.
0: It did, and yeah. I kind of focused on it because I was like, "What the fuck?" <laughs> okay.
1: Um, one thing that was super fucking annoying was like the sound, certain sound cues, mm. or the sound. I'm sorry, the sound design.
0: Oh God, are you gonna talk about the Amazons? Every time you see Diana Prince. Oh, okay. Yeah. I mean, there's not
1: a spoiler. There's not a spoiler. But it's... There's not a spoiler at all. There's not a spoiler. But there's a certain song that plays... That's supposed every to be- fucking time Wonder Woman comes on. And it's not like that... No, it's like... It's oh, like...
2: Oh.
0: Yeah. It's like... Oh... oh, oh,
2: oh. oh, oh
1: every fucking time she came out i saw <laughs> like I, I sent kelsey this link of one of those what, it's screen rat and it's like these pitch meetings i think it's. Screen- i didn't
0: watch it yet
2: oh you didn't have oh, I didn't oh, watch my, god. It. oh my god you didn't
1: holy shit holy <laughs> shit okay all right so um the dude in the in one in the pitch meeting video, he makes a crack of it, and it's so fucking funny how he does it. And then earlier today, I saw somebody make a TikTok, and it was like every time Wonder Woman comes on, and it was just like a dude opening a fridge, pouring milk. He
2: was like, <laughs> "Oh,"
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> and even the way I'm singing it, it's like almost exactly like how it was. Like it's just like, "Oh, Mark can't do it." No, it sounds. No, just I like saw
0: that. that TikTok, but I didn't listen to it. It was sound so i was like I thought they were just making fun of him <laughs> no, for gotta, like you, you know how slow motion everything was you
1: gotta you gotta hear it because like hearing that wonder woman song it's like so much <laughs> fucking funnier <laughs> um so yeah there was that that was really weird um i'm trying to think what else there's something else with the sound oh okay actually you know what let's put a let's put a pause let's put a pin on the sound design one thing that happens near the end well we're not gonna spoil it but there's something that happens at the end that is fucking pointless and it it annoys me
0: he had ideas for future movies Mm. and he was just kind of like look you fucking bitches this is what you could have had and so he puts all these ideas at the end Mm. that don't fucking go together
1: yeah it doesn't like and it doesn't even go together as like oh here's a setup you know, like, here's an idea of what's gonna happen. It's, just, it's, it's, I feel like Zack Snyder did that particular scene and was just like, yeah, like you said, here, this is what you're gonna have, but obviously I didn't think like fucking five feet in front of me.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, of course, he Zack Snyder has been going on this, this um, like tour of just telling, oh, this is what I've done in part two, this is what I've done in part three, this is what I've done if I did Man of Steel. This, it's a lot of if, 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 if. Fuck. You know what? Right now, I'm going I'm a start it today. Uh, what I'm gonna do for my Avengers sequel? I'm gonna have King the Cocker in. It. <laughs> it's never really gonna happen, but I'm gonna say it happened.
0: Yeah, and but then you know there are rumors going around that fucking Lois Lane was gonna have Batman's baby. So I mean, there's <sighs> that.
1: This this movie is, it's funny. This movie is quickly like. This movie's quickly f- being what it's turning into one of those movies that like it would be more appreciated. I mean, don't get me wrong, the credit score is actually good, the audience score is pretty good, but I honestly think over time, I'm not that score is going to change because once that score is there, it's there. Um, but I think over time, opinions is going to change. Mm-hmm. And I think, I think Zack Snyder is like pumping the gas on that because. Um, I've always, and I'm not the only one who thinks this is several directors who are like, this is what I have. What's your, like, whatever your opinion is, that's your opinion. I have my reasons, but I'm not going to share it because I don't want to tank the art. Mm -hmm. I don't want to give you an idea of.
0: If you uh, tell too much, then it takes the magic out of it.
1: Exactly. Zack Snyder's doing that. He's doing a lot of that, Mm -hmm. you know. Um, Like he did that, especially he did a lot when he had to constantly keep explaining why he made this decision with with the original Justice League or why he made decision with Batman versus Superman and stuff like that. And it was like the movies were losing their magic, even though they were not
0: very magical to begin with. Yeah.
1: Whatever little magic that they had, it was already like out the fucking window. Yeah. He's like pumping the gas on this for this one because he's like, I would have done this. I would have done this. And then the fact that like Zack Snyder has come out and says, I have. Ten different versions of these movies. I have an version that's two hours. I have a version that's two and a half. I have a version that's longer than four hours. Like, dude, stop! Like, you, you, like, you got it. You won. Take your win and go make your fucking army of the dead. Yeah, like, go do something else, man.
0: Yeah, I'm with you there. Like, <laughs> I don't want to hear a director has ten different versions of something. Mm-hmm. And because a, I like, I even get annoyed when people are like, "Oh, here's the alternate ending." Why do I want to see the alternate ending? That's know, not, not the original fucking ending. I,
1: I remember when we were talking about uh, Mother, the uh, the Darren Aronofsky film. Mm-hmm. And I had told, like, you and I talked about it. we were like, this is what this means. This is what that means. We had two different opinions on it. And then, like, I told you, like, th- that Darren Aronofsky had, like, said what it was about. And I remember you were just like, well, that kind of just takes the fucking magic away. Like,
0: Yeah, and I'm glad I forgot because I still like that movie.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and see, and... I'm not just saying this just because it's a DC film. When Endgame came out, um, I reported a lot of like uh, of what the Russo brothers were trying to say, what this scene meant, or what that ending meant, what the writers and directors, I mean writers and editors were saying, like, oh, this is what this scene meant. I even got tired of it. Cause I was just like, I don't wanna like I don't mind hearing a little bit about it, but yo dude, like, let me let me think what this means, or let me think how I think this character goes off and like leave me the fuck alone. Mm-hmm. I don't need to hear hear you talking about six different ways because you're just like well now I don't know which is which. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I mean, <laughs> do you want to get to spoiler section? Um,
0: you know the the movie that that really bothered me. Hmm. There wasn't there a movie. <sighs> what movie was it? There was an alternate ending, and we saw the alternate ending one.
1: Mm. oh Terminator 2 yeah that's where we saw the, yeah exactly case in point right there that uh, there's no fate, but what we make like the whole the future is ambiguous mm-hmm. like in the in the theatrical cut mm-hmm. perfect ending yeah and then there was that alternate version that I accidentally showed Kelsey and it showed like an elder I mean if if you're if you haven't seen Terminator 2, what the fuck? Anyway, <laughs> uh, like an elder, an older Sarah Connor and an older John Connor, like oh John Connor's a senator now, Blah 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 blah. It was just like that. No, that's boring. Like, I don't want to. I don't want to see that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. So anyway, yeah. You want to hop in the in the spoiler section? Yes. Okay. Uh. <laughs> so we're gonna get into the spoiler section for those who have made the trek two four hours you want to jump along or jump in with us because we're going to talk about it in greater detail for those who have not finished the movie and it's just like i'll watch it another time (laughs) um and you don't want to be spoiled uh here's your spoiler bumper right about now
0: What did you think about? Uh, what do you got? What else do you got to say about this movie? We already okay. said a lot. Okay, I know. Without
1: without spoiling it. Okay, all right. So then, um, okay. So the Steppenwolf versus the Amazonians. Oh
0: my god. Okay. okay. I was hoping you would bring that up too. Okay.
1: okay. So it, it, it's it's it is an improvement, and it's it's an improvement solely solely because of one minor difference other than like separate ones look but like there's one difference that i'm sorry it's not minor but it does make it better um in the whedon version um you know the Amazons they like knock down these pillars so like the, the stone walls can come down and everything and i forgot what the actress uh with the character's name who like gets out with the mother box um like she gets out and Steppenwolf like bosses out like Busts through the walls like two seconds after, which is like that was completely pointless for mm-hmm. any of that. This time, what they do, it causes like that area to sink to the ocean, which yeah. I thought it was a huge improvement. I was like, okay, I can totally see why they did that, and I can see why that would pause Steppenwolf. Of course, it didn't for long, but I can see why he did, why it worked this time. Mm-hmm. So that was definitely like, a, and you an got improvement.
0: more of a pause that way.
1: Yeah, that was definitely like an improvement. I did enjoy that. Um, back into. Uh, the part with cyborg his backstory his
0: origin story is more fleshed out oh i but, thought we were gonna talk actually about steppenwolf and like oh okay oh yeah yeah you know what? you're right you're the right. issue the whole fucking dark side oh
1: issue. yeah thank you thank you all right so i'm happy to say that steppenwolf is less of a bitch in this one <laughs> less of a bitch however they traded steppenwolf being less of a bitch to making dark side the bitch mm-hmm. which in infuriated me mm-hmm. and you can tell that zack snyder just paw- brought him in was like oh let me just put Darkseid in here yeah let me show how much of a badass Darkseid gets his ass handed to him when he shows up in fights against the amazonians like the atlanteans
0: when it's like thousands of years in the past yeah from exactly like current and he,
1: yeah so like when you do that when you have your big baddie who's supposed to be the baddest of the bad the most Kick-ass it was all kick-ass. The one who's going to go up against Superman when you have him up here and gets his ass kicked five minutes into his appearance
2: by you,
0: just the Amazonians.
1: But yeah, but, well, yeah, but the collective effort of the Amazonians and the Atlanteans oh, and yeah. stuff like that. But when you do that, you've already you've already nerfed that fucking character. Yeah, and therefore he is no longer the badass threat. Like that's like bringing Thanos in. That's like bringing Thanos in when um at the Battle of New York and the first Avengers, getting his ass kicked. The anticipation of Thanos' comment is no longer there because you're just like, he got his ass kicked already. Mm-hmm. I don't give a fuck.
2: Yeah.
1: Um, so that, like, irritated the shit out of me. And then,
0: they, then you had an epiphany about the mother box locations. Oh,
1: yeah. <sighs> Darkseid is like... First of all, for some reason, Darkseid fucking forgot where the fucking mother boxes were at.
0: Because you said what? He's like a like a master strategist yeah
1: he's a master strategist like he knows and plus like if you're somewhere and you get your ass kicked you're gonna remember the location we got your ass kicked because that's a that's that's defeat you remember your defeats more than you remember your wins Mm -hmm. how the fuck can he forget where the mother boxes are and where the fuck the anti the anti-life equation is at because i i see remember him pounding into the ground Mm -hmm. and the the anti-life equation appeared and apparently he fucking forgot. Dude,
0: how do you fucking forget that? How are you gonna fucking like
1: bullshit right there?
0: Not just that,
2: mm-hmm.
0: but my whole thing is like, I'm sure you're such an old creature that you kind of experience time on a different level than other parts of the universe. Mm-hmm. If you know what Earth is and mm-hmm. you've been there, you know how fast time goes. Mm-hmm. So you'd want to go back there sooner rather than later, so yeah. that they don't advance.
1: Yeah, or like, because I remember, uh, I remember uh, Wonder Woman had told, had said something to Aquaman about like how the Atlanteans and the Amazonians had like conflict and they had like split apart and they would never work work with each other again. Mm-hmm. That that's 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 dark side's window to that like, in because there's no Superman there.
0: Yeah. No There's Superman, like, no Batman. Yeah,
1: that Green Lantern's already dead. Yeah. Like, you know, he's gone That that, that, that ring is a
0: looking fucking
1: Yeah. <laughs> uh that green that lantern ring has gone fucked off somewhere else. Yeah. So why not attack then? Right. Why why it's 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 such bullshit. It's straight up says bullshit. And the fact that like Darkseid, you know, um Wolf's purpose is to like get back to apocalypse, right? Mm-hmm. And Darkseid's like, Oh, you're not uh, no it wasn't Darkseid it was I think his name is like the the sod Darkseid's like right hand man he was like well Darkseid Darkseid doesn't think you're worthy enough to come back home because you failed bitch Darkseid got his ass kicked who the f- like the audacity <laughs> <laughs> At least like Wolf like curb stopped the Amazonians when he came when he came along yeah here's Darkseid we can't come back here. <laughs> so fucking stupid
0: <laughs> okay you were gonna move on to something else before I stop. <laughs>
1: to okay. You. Um okay, so the okay, let's okay, so the cyborg part. Yeah. Okay. I okay, so I, I have I'm of two minds with the cyborg part. Um the Victor Stone origin story is good. I like it because it has he has that conflict with his father and mm-hmm. he has that question of like, do I want to be a hero? I'm a monster, who am I? I've lost like my identity, this, mm-hmm. this and that, right? And um I can't remember the uh the the character's name. Victor Stone's dad. And I can't Silas? The, yeah, Silas Stone. I'm trying to remember the actor's name. I'll, I'll, <laughs> i Silas Stone, I um I remember I always remember as like Papa Pope from um someone like Shonda. Oh, Joe Joe Morton. That's a go. That's the actor's name. Joe Morton, right? Joe Morton's a great actor, okay? Joe Morton was like Trying, there's like this really, really great scene where Joe Morton is like, or sorry, Silas Stone has like recorded his voice and is like talking to Cyborg or tape for Cyborg. Cyborg is listening to it and he's going through, of like, you're
0: scientifically go- speaking, yeah,
1: like you're going through pain. I understand you're going through pain. You know, you have all this power, you can decimate the entire planet. Nuclear weapons are at your fingertips, you can do this, you can do that, right? And we have a display of what, uh, cyborg can do and and i was totally with it i was totally with because i was like that is great that is great father figure that's a great like inspiration of being a hero i thought it was great however i'm pissed off because we got it in justice league and we didn't get it in fucking man of steel <laughs> this should have been the superman origin story there yeah not the should i have let him die maybe what the fuck
0: <laughs> so he was more like Paw kent he, yeah I was
1: going to say Papa Pope. (laughs) (laughs) Silas Stone was more of a Paul Kent than fucking Paul Kent. (laughs) And that, like, I like it, but it irritated me so much.
0: What I really liked about Cyborg was Mm -hmm. that he was really struggling. What I did not like about Cyborg was that he was not so much machine yet that he couldn't see past some of it or Mm. at least try to problem solve some of the emotions he was feeling he was not even trying yeah he was just so angry Mm. i wanted him to fucking die yeah and all of a sudden the most almost trivial little thing happens where he thinks he's gonna lose his father or something or someone's mm -hmm. like oh you should just bomb he was gonna do something and he's like no that's my father yeah and then all of a sudden he's like i love my dad
1: Yeah, yeah, that turn was like really a what the fuck kind of moment.
0: And he had a heart all of a sudden, which then I started liking him.
1: Yeah, and it it sucks because like Silas Stone like sacrifices himself in the most stupidest way. What's I guess the word
0: insignificant? Yeah,
1: very insignificant way. Like where he comes in, he like heats up the mother box so that it can be like almost like a beacon for the for the Justice League to find but he didn't have to fucking die in the, pro- it was like no point of him like dying. Like it was, I feel-
0: or, or if he was going to die, he didn't have to die the way he did. Yeah.
1: I, I honestly feel like it was like, this, this is, this is where I put my, this is where I put on my straight up like hood cap on. I think they fucking killed him. Cause it was like, we need to kill, we need to kill a significant person. So let's make a side of the stone. Oh, he's black. No one's going to care. Like, I don't know. I think some of the race had to come in there. Cause this, this is like the whole thing of like them killing black people, which it did not need to happen.
0: Uh, I felt a little bit of disagreement eking mm. in there, but the more I think about it, the more I think you're right. <laughs> like, honestly, because mm. he was, um, it's like you get, like, okay, The I know it's a little bit different, but you have mm. the Flash, whose father's still alive.
2: Yeah, he's in prison, yeah.
0: But he's in prison. Mm. He didn't die. Mm-hmm. They could have written him in a way where, like, all of a sudden, like the fight was at the prison somehow i don't know
1: something like that or 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 it could have been like like let's say side stone had to die because i know i know like somebody had to die closest to the justice league to kind of get you that emotional punch ma
0: kent didn't die that's true too <laughs> um how Lois re- didn't die
1: yeah that's true too. oh yeah uh, anyway yeah that lady
0: the- in the convertible didn't die <laughs>
1: Oh, you're talking about Iris? The, uh, Flash's <laughs> Was that lock? Iris? That's I- yeah, that's Iris uh, I don't Allen. like that. Um, I don't like that. But, like, let's say if they did have to kill Silas Stone. He could have died more valiantly. Valin- sorry. How do you say valiantly?
0: Valiantly.
1: He could have died like that. Doing something to stop Steppenwolf. Something to really come in to, like, put harm to Steppenwolf and then, like you know he did then he did die something like that now some stupid shit we're like let me heat up this mother box so we can be a beacon i'm in the same room but i could have easily been outside the room and done the same thing yeah which is so fucking which dumb. is
0: like so you're gonna die
1: mm-hmm.
0: at least like if you're outside of the room and steppenwolf is already there mm-hmm. that room you're not in that room to protect yourself yeah because you know you're gonna die yeah but at least if you're out of that room someone has a chance of coming in and saving you
2: mm-hmm.
1: yeah yeah um One thing that they took out, or, yeah, one thing they significantly took out was, like, Jason Momoa's presence as Aquaman. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. I felt like it was a lot less, and I feel like it was for the best. Me too. Because
0: he's too, um, he's like an emo kid that never grew up. Like, he turned into an adult, but he's still.
1: I don't say emo, I say more like a, a football player in high school who never grew up.
0: That's what I'm saying, like. He's obviously big and bulky in mm-hmm. a bro, but like he makes bad jokes mm-hmm. and he's doesn't want to be his his mother. Yeah. Like he he has like descent for authority. <laughs> yeah. So it's like why like why I don't need to see that. Um but Iron Man did it better.
1: Yeah, that's true, definitely. Uh so there, okay, so there's there's a there's this action set piece like the final the climactic battle actually makes a lot more sense. Um, like there's a better reason why it's in that town, that nuclear town.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: You know, they actually explain. Here's a it, as we were saying, it's like a coherent, more of a coherent story. It's because they actually like explain stuff a lot better. Like how how Superman comes back, they do explain that better. Mm-hmm. I know they I know there's that one shot you fucking hate it.
0: The fucking picture in the water.
1: Yeah, <laughs> you were just like, you know what? We're coming to America, too. That pi- that's my thing with that picture. This is your thing with the picture.
0: <laughs> in what world does a picture sink into the water like on its edge? On its in- end. Like, yeah, right the perpendicular corner? to the water. Yeah. it's just gonna it's gonna lay flat and then get soaked, maybe like kind of skim a mm-hmm. little under the water and then sink.
1: Yeah. Um. So there's this. One of the things that we kept pointing out in our in our uh, run through of the previous DC films is like the uselessness of Lois Lane, mm-hmm. um, and that we were just like, why does she need to be here? Why does she need to be here? In this movie, she's here, she's in the movie, but like, there's I feel like there's actually a reason for her to be there, just to be that emotional connection um, to Superman. However, the moping around still, there's a lot of moping around.
0: She didn't need to be there except when she needed to be there. Like, yeah. she shouldn't have been there the whole all the times mm-hmm. that she was in there in this movie. Yeah. Except for when she was there. So it's like, yeah. they were like, oh, here's Lois Lane moping around. Don't forget. She's going to be important. <laughs> and then you don't see her. And then you see her again. And she's still moping in a different area. And you're like, don't forget. Lois yeah. Lane is going to be really important. Yeah. Something's going to happen.
1: There's like that part where she's talking to Martha Kent about like how clark is no longer around and how are you coping well it was a i think it was a very touching moment Mm -hmm. that got completely trashed when you find out that that's the martian manhunter Mm. which is is like you completely wasted that emotional punch that was necessary like you didn't and i feel like that's like zach Snyder being like let me just throw that character in here just for the fuck of it yeah and was not needed at all
0: no it wasn't
1: (laughs) um So there's like a. So there's that climactic battle uh, when they're in the. uh, When they're in that city and everything. I think the battle actually looks a lot better. Mm -hmm. Uh, It does get rid of that funky red lighting that was in the previous
2: movie.
1: Mm -hmm. Um, I feel like Batman actually does a lot more this time around. Yeah, he does. He does a lot more. Um, And I feel like their plan. Oh, and the use of the flash is a lot better because. Flash was used in the Wheaton version just to get, like, a one family like out. Like, cheap
0: laughs, too. And, like, yeah, yeah. oh, let's make fun of how he's running. And let's make him trip over himself, like, a thousand times. Yeah, and which he
1: does a lot less. And yeah. I think he did, like, Even once. Even his
0: running is better. I think there was just one scene where I was, like, kind of, like, what is yeah, that?
1: Yeah, there was, like, one scene where he, where he did trip. But I remember you said, like, oh, that actually makes a valid reason why he tripped. Yeah. You know? Um, but they actually give the Flash more of a purpose in here, which it works better in sync with what the Justice League is about, working together. Mm-hmm. Um, so that part is like cool and all. Um, but here we go back to like the whole Wonder Woman thing. Wonder Woman loses her fucking mind at one point. Yeah. Um, granted, granted, Steppenwolf did. Eggaron was like, "Oh, I killed your, I killed your, your sisters. They were screaming, you know, your name and blah 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 blah." And then and she
3: goes liar
1: (laughs) yeah liar she went liar translation i'm gonna fucking kill you um
0: one thing i wanted to say about uh, the flash yeah every time they did him in slow motion when he was being a speedster Mm -hmm. like there was no need absolutely no oh yeah
1: one of many except
0: there was one time where he was fighting and there was like the lights it was more colorful colorful in the old version but Mm -hmm. Like I like that scene because it was more artistic, and yeah, that yeah. one to me is cool. But every other time where he was being fast, and mm. being the Flash, and they use slow mo, I was like, "This is
2: stupid."
1: And then here's the thing: I I think the reason why you might think that, or why you might have that feeling about it, is because there's so much unnecessary slow motion in the movie to begin with. Mm-hmm. There's even like, there's like a scene of a, of a of a seed from a hamburger
3: falling. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
1: there's a slow mo of fucking uh, what's her name, Wonder Woman, not Wonder Woman. I'm sorry, Uh, Lois Lane going to that barrier where like there's the Superman memorial and Uh shit like that. Slow mo there. This movie is constantly slow mo. So has constant scenes of slow motion that it makes anything that should be slow motion completely waste because you're just like i don't care i've seen i've seen so much slow motion this is just another one to me
0: yeah if you're gonna be slow motion about everyone who moves normal speed Mm -hmm. then you don't need to be slow motion for someone who's moving fast yeah yeah like i think
1: and and it's it's so bad of that even like when we get the part where the flash saves iris um and it's in slow motion. By the time we get to the because that's, that's like fairly early in the movie. Yeah. When we get that, I'm already just like I'm sick of this shit already. I'm sick of the fucking, the ramp, the, not even the ramp up time, just the fucking. I keep saying it, the fucking slow mo. Like, goddamn it, man, slow the fuck down. We don't need it. Uh,
0: <laughs> that reminds me of a video I was me, um, editing, like making comments on for work. Or mm-hmm. we do like aerial drone photos of a building, and we mm-hmm. like. I don't know, show how far it is from the freeway yeah. and how many dock doors it has. Mm. And it was like um, a cross dock, which is like yeah. doors on one side of the building and doors directly across. So you could yeah. potentially unload and load in directly into the door across. Mm. And. It was like one side of the building, and they slowly went around <laughs> to the other side of the building. I'm like, God, this takes like 20 seconds. Mm, like 20 I seconds. I'm like, Guys, can you like speed it up so that yeah. we can get to the other side of the building? Yeah, like, you
1: say 20 seconds. That's an hour and 30 minutes in Zack Snyder I time. I know. <laughs> um, so, this Justice League also does this thing where it it reaffirms the notion that wb wasted henry cavill as superman Um,
0: that and that really fucking bothers me
1: yeah like superman doesn't even show up i don't think he shows up for maybe like two hours he doesn't even show up
0: i think even more than that
1: yeah and then like when he shows up he's like gone for most of the movie and he comes back like almost at the tail end of the third act
0: yeah like they're already fighting and he shows up late yeah yeah
1: and the funny thing is like like I mean, you can go back to the tapes and everything. I've never hated Henry Cavill's Superman. I actually like his Superman. I just think he just was not written well or he was not directed right. Mm-hmm. Um, so when he comes back, I was like, oh, that's cool. Like, all right, we got we got Henry Cavill back, Superman. All right, like we saw in the in the other Justice League, but we got it. But we, we spend more time with him, like getting back with Lois and kind of like reconnecting and stuff like that, which was pretty cool. So then when he comes back, like at, to join the rest of the justice league i'm not gonna deny it i literally got goosebumps because i was like fuck yeah this is superman
0: and he was strong as fuck like he is the hero that yeah. you want him to be
1: yeah I, I will admit like when he when he was beating the shit out of Steppenwolf, it was kind of funny because like Steppenwolf was down and <laughs> superman was just like punching the living fuck out of him it
0: was like hulk with fucking <laughs> exactly <laughs> what's his name loki
1: Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> um, however, the thing that irritates me the fuck out of it, fuck out of it, is that he's wearing the black suit, and that you can tell that was done just so Zack Snyder could say that looks cool. Yeah. And there's so much like history with the black suit, why he's wearing the black suit, the significance of it, and everything. And he even still wears it, like at the very end of the movie, where he like uh,
0: opens his shirt, opens his
1: shirt to, to to show the emblem. Yeah, yeah. It's still the black and silver. It's just like. This, that's why I'm thinking like Zack Snyder like just saw it on a surface level and then put his own ideology his, his own Catholicism religious belief and like audio, uh, iconography and shit like that and it, it just kind of like fucked it all up
0: I feel like there was less iconography in this film than there was in Batman v Superman
1: or Man of Steel
0: yeah, <laughs> yeah I feel a, like there was less
1: <laughs> there was less in here, but you can still be like alright Zack we fucking got it <laughs> you fuck, you're a Catholic <laughs> we get it dude
0: so, well, the fact that there's four hours of this movie and there's still less of it is, like, a feat for
1: him. <laughs> yeah. Um, all right. So, let's talk about the nightmare.
0: <sighs> okay.
1: This night, That nightmare scene. Not, like,
0: well, you have to talk about um, it because well, it didn't start off.
1: Oh, yeah. So, this is what way. I was talking about. This is what I mentioned earlier about how he's negating, like, a big part of the movie. Um, you know, we get the... Uh, what's it called? Uh, Deathstroke meeting um, Lex Luthor. Lex Luthor is like, they they change one small thing in that in this scene because in the Whedon version, Lex Luthor is like, oh maybe we should we should form our own league, <laughs> you know, like whatever, right? Mm-hmm. But in this time around, he says like, you know, oh I'll give you some information on Batman, like the fact that Batman's actually Bruce Wayne. Okay, that I was fine. He told us the Deathstroke that I was fine with, because. You can tell Zack Snyder was trying to at least set up the next Batman movie for whoever was going to do it. Mm-hmm. You know He was like, all right, here, here, here's where we can go with that, which was cool. However, the nightmare scenario ha- happens where it's in the future. Batman is now working with Deathstroke. He's working with Joker. Mirror's there for some reason. There's Cyborg who's carrying around a Gatling gun now. And Flash looks like not the Flash. <laughs> and... The introduction of, like, Deathstroke working with Batman, you're just kind of like, well, that just made the whole that whole scene fucking pointless, mm-hmm. the previous scene. And I know, I know people would say, like, well, it was a nightmare. Bruce Wayne was streaming it. However, Bruce Wayne had a nightmare in BVS that was actually supposed to predict the future. Zack Snyder has said that the nightmare scenario that happened in this movie was supposed to lead into Justice League 2. Therefore, it would have made it... It's something that actually would have happened. Mm-hmm. Therefore... That scene with Lex Luthor and Deathstroke, completely pointless. It, it completely negates that shit.
0: Uh, I mean, unless he, in between point A and point B, decided to change sides. Who, Destro? Yeah, but then he wouldn't be the main baddie.
1: I know, but see, that's the thing. He, like, decided to change sides, but we would have never even saw that. Yeah. You know? And I, I, I really think, like, the whole inclusion of Jared Letters as Joker.
0: That was fucking stupid.
1: No point in him being in this fucking movie at all. Like, you can tell Zachary was like, oh, I just want to put him in this movie. Yeah. And he did. And it didn't help.
3: <laughs>
1: <laughs> um, <sighs> I'm trying to think is there, any, is there anything else? I'm, mm-hmm. what, what else we got? Because
0: then after the nightmare scene. Oh, see, I've already erased it out
1: of my fucking mind. The Martian Manhunter scene.
2: hmm.
1: Why? <laughs> fucking why? Like, I feel like I've been ranting, but fuck it. I'm a rant. It, fuck it.
0: I reminded you so you could continue yeah, because okay. you're making good points.
1: The Martian Manhunter is like, okay, first of all, this is okay. Him coming down, talking to Bruce Wayne, kinda cool. Cause it's kind of being like, oh, just to let you know, I'm here too. Cool. Alright.
0: And then, and then I was like, what is the nationwide guy doing? <laughs>
1: totally different actor. <laughs> um, so he starts talking, whatever. And I'm like, all right, okay, whatever. I kind of don't, ca- I kind of actually don't care that he's in this movie, but whatever. I'll roll with it. And just the fact that the Martian Manhunter is like, oh, some people call me the Martian Manhunter.
0: And you immediately were like, no, they don't. Yeah, I was like, nobody
1: calls you that. They call you John Jones. Like no one fucking calls you that, and then the fact that like, I told I told Kelsey I use this uh, example uh, when I was talking to Kelsey about, it, but I'll share it with you guys. This is like him saying the Martian Manhunter. I'm the Martian Manhunter to a man. It's like it's like you're on a trip. You meet a doctor, and the doctor's like, oh, "I'm one of those doctors. Those doctors beyond borders. I go to uh, uh, impoverished nations. I help the poor. I." I go to villages and I take care of them and, you know, I, you know, I've seen this, I've seen that, and life is beautiful and, you know, I try to take, do my part in humanity and then you look at the doctor and you're like, well, what's your name? And he goes, my name is Dr. Death. <laughs> like, <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> so everything you just said is bullshit.
0: <laughs> yeah. Speaking of getting guys confused, mm-hmm. so the guy who was like the bad guy in uh, Deadpool two. Um, it was a cable. Yeah, got him confused with Deathstroke.
1: That's funny because a lot of people they confuse Deadpool with Deathstroke, and Deadpool was actually created to make fun of Deathstroke.
0: I think it's just because of the mask. But once he takes, <laughs> oh, like his the mask one eye off, thing,
1: like the one eye thing you're referring to.
0: I don't know if it was the eye, but it was just the mask itself. Okay. Okay. But once he took it off, yeah. and even though he has like that mohawk or whatever, or his hair was like that.
1: Yeah, like yeah. Uh John John Angelino, his hair was like messy, but in the nightmare scenario he had like a frohawk. hawk. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. It was a, a faux hawk, not faux-hawk. a frohawk.
1: hawk.
2: Oh.
0: A fro hawk would be like an uh, afro. Yeah. Yeah. Faux hawk sure. is like fake. Faux like okay. faux. Okay,
1: you're talking to a black person who had a fro hawk at one point.
0: I didn't even know that existed because I'm white.
1: <laughs> well it does. <laughs> uh but go on
0: alpha i need to see that picture never um but yeah i got, I got them a little confused
1: oh the the two characters mm-hmm. i mean you
3: think
0: i mean i know that i know i knew it wasn't him Uh huh. so i wasn't like so confused that i thought it was him mm-hmm. but i was like that other guy's name isn't deathstroke right <laughs> like he's not named the same thing
1: you know what one more thing before we get off because we've been god we've been on it for a while so tell why, tell why you said William Defoe's in this movie.
0: Oh yeah, <laughs> he looks fucking weird. <laughs> I don't know. I think he's gonna be in my dreams from now on or something. Like,
1: mm-hmm. I'll make sure to tell William Defoe that.
0: Not in a good way. <laughs> like, he looks so fucking weird. He's underwater and he has long, like, not even white hair. It was like streaked with like dark gray. Mm-hmm. And he looks like he's gonna die in the next ten minutes. Oh yeah, he's he old know, age.
1: Yeah. That weird long ass thinning hair, like
2: he yeah. had some type of illness. And his
0: eyes were like too big, like mm. like he was dying. Yeah. Like he was in a death camp or some shit. <laughs> Jesus Christ. He looks like that. He was like the wi- the wise man of the death camp or some shit. Wow. He did. <laughs> okay, okay and so yeah and then you saw him again at the end
1: yeah he showed up at the end and i was like oh yeah i guess windfoil is in this movie (laughs) completely forgot
0: and now we are going to do our geriatric cinematic of superman 2 the richard donner cut
2: Superman 2, the adventure continues
1: with the three villains from Krypton. Each one with the same powers as Superman.
2: Each one dedicated to violence against mankind. Think of it. Three supervillains. Or four if you count him twice. The adventure continues in Paris with Lois Lane. I believe this is your floor. And the romance continues. The adventure continues
0: in Washington. The world
1: is on the brink of destruction.
2: Superman, can you hear me? And Metropolis is in ruins. Is there no one on this planet to even challenge me? Superman! General, would you care to step outside? Though the original
0: film came out in 1980. The Donner Cut actually came out in 2006. So that's like 26 years later. Mm-hmm. The synopsis is Superman agrees to sacrifice his powers to start a relationship with Lois Lane, unaware that three Kryptonian criminals he inadvertently released are conquering Earth. Director Directed by Richard Donner. Written by Mario Puzo, David Newman, Leslie Newman. Mm-hmm. And it stars Gene Hackman, Christopher Reeve, Marlon Brando, Jackie Cooper, Sarah Douglas, Margot Kidder, and Jack O'Halloran.
1: Alright, so Superman 2. The Donner um, Cut. The Donner Cut. Um, I've seen... I've seen the the Richard Lester version, and I'm sure a lot of people have seen that. Uh, I remember checking out the Donner cut, like when it first came out. I think when I found like a DVD copy of it, I watched it, but a, a lot of it was like pshh, all, like over my head or something. Um, so before we before Kelsey and I recorded over or the past few days we we actually watched the first superman we watched the richard lester version and then we watched the richard donner version Mm -hmm. so kelsey what did you think of the richard donner version
0: um i enjoyed it Mm -hmm. i'm not gonna say it was like a great great movie Mm. but it's better than the lester (laughs) version
1: okay okay uh yeah I feel I feel like the Lester version. I'm sorry. So I feel like this ver the Richard Donner version does the same thing that the Stax Snyder version does, where it makes more sense.
0: Yeah, it makes the story more coherent. Like you've already shot the movie, mm-hmm. you can't make a different movie out of what all, what's already been shot. Like yeah. obviously, Richard Lester tried to do.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, what did you think of? What did you okay? What did you think of the performance in this in this Donner version?
0: It was actually better than Richard Lester, even though they used some of the same footage. Mm-hmm. Those pieces made more sense, and then the new stuff they added was mm-hmm. better better acted. Like, I found, like, in Superman 1 and in Superman 2, um, Richard Lester's version, I really found Margot Kidder super annoying. Okay. I just don't like her. Yeah. Um, she was a little bit better in the Donner cut.
1: Yeah, they, I feel like they give her a little bit more um n- not nuance. I they give her a little bit more intelligence. Yeah. Like she's her intelligence is able to match with Superman's at when she like figures out who he is and how he how she gets that reveal to come out.
0: Yeah. Um and it's so it's kind of sad to me as a woman like mm. Richard Lester's version, she was a fucking ditz. Yeah. Like she was in the first one. Mhm. And it's like no,
1: yeah, you could you like you didn't like Lester's version didn't like really improve on the character, which it should have been,
0: and also it made the movie not very classic because like not uh, what's the word timeless, it didn't make it timeless,
1: the Lester version
0: the way the Lester version or mm. how Lois Lane was in the oh, in yeah. Superman One mm. you can't make a movie that everyone's going to want to see generation after generation Hmm. if you're going to make a woman annoying.
2: Yeah. Like,
0: it's not cute or funny that she's, like, lusting over Superman and she's a bitch to her co-worker.
1: Yeah. I I had noticed... I definitely had noticed that in in this version because it's less of a... um, It's less of a... It's less of Clark thirsting after her and more just, like... Kind of, like, just being, like, almost, like, kind of frustrated. Like, hey, like, I'm here. Like, it's okay to notice me, too. You don't, like, I know you like Superman, but, like, I'm here as well. Mm-hmm. You know, where it wasn't just like, geez, Lord, you don't pay attention to me. All this going on, you know, and stuff like that. Yeah. He was more just like, you know, like, but that's like, he wasn't like, just pay attention to me. He's like, pay attention to the people around you.
0: It's like that story. Which story? The story about, you know... There's an old man on the street, and Mm. he's homeless, and he asks you for a favor, Mm. you know, if you could give him some food, and, you know, you give him food, and then he shows up on your doorstep, and it's actually Jesus or some shit. Oh,
3: my God.
1: (laughs) (laughs) There we go with the Jesus allegory again.
0: But it's like, you know, Superman is like Superman, but he's Mm. also, you know, the old man, the old homeless man. Like, (laughs) you got to be good to one to get the other. (laughs)
1: That's true. Um in 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 The Donner Cut I actually feel that the superheroes oh, the heroes um the villains I, they come up as more threatening in in this one.
2: Mm-hmm. Um
1: and I know like Zod is like Neil before Zod and everything but I feel like in this one it's less it's still comic it's still like comical like in a comic book sense but less funny and more deadly. Even like the 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 guy who played uh Nonna, like
0: he's not grunting like a fucking caveman yeah yeah like like we get it he has he has like a face with a big Im- imposing brow bone mm-hmm. we know he looks like a fucking caveman
1: yeah yeah and then like in the lesser version like the like the non-character was more like of a puppy trying to get his master's attention yeah where in the Donner's version the Donner version he's more like oh i'm a badass too i'll, I'll i will still follow you but i'm still a badass and He's still a bit more curious, but like not like stupidly curious. Because like it's it's as simple as them taking out that the, that noise that he was making. Mm-hmm. And I know some people, well,
0: yeah, like it, like you could think that he's unintelligent by how like curious he is about the light on top of the police car.
1: Yeah, yeah, in that scene. Yeah.
0: Um. But if you really think about it, mm-hmm. it's from a different world. So he might, whatever. He's not a fucking dog with a toy. He's just another being that isn't verbal.
1: Speaking of, speaking of that light, there's a (laughs) (laughs) there's a scene in this movie because there there might be people who have not seen the Donner version, but I I have to talk about this. There's a scene in the Donner cut where a boy is like getting away from. The Kryptonians, he's like trying to get away on a horse, and Zod's like, I said nobody would leave. And Nan throws the light that he ripped off of the top of a cop car, and it like lands on this kid, right? But it's like... Like a big
0: explosion. Like it was a
1: grenade, and I was like laughing because one, holy shit, they just killed a fucking kid on camera. And two, that light's a grenade out of nowhere. It's so ridiculous.
0: And three, hmm. that was clearly a grown ass man with blonder hair on top of that clearly, horse. Clearly,
1: clearly. Like this <laughs> Um, like Kelsey had said, like this movie was done twenty six late twenty six years after the original release.
0: And they actually used test footage for some of the scenes that they needed to complete the movie with.
1: Yeah, like there's this really great scene with um Margot Ketter where Lois Lane and and Clark Kent, and Clark Kent's really confronting her about, like, you have your head in the clouds with the Superman character, you don't really know him, this is that, you're kind of like in love with him, but you need to be careful, all this kind of stuff. And it's this really, really good, like, character moment, like going back and forth, but you can tell that this was a test footage because Chris Reed's hairstyle is different, and he has completely different sunglasses. And Not
0: sunglasses. regular I mean, yeah, glasses. regular
1: glasses. And like the two, there's only like one two for shot. Where and it gets to a point where now Mark Kidder is just looking at the camera, and Clark and Christopher Reed is just looking at the camera. And you yeah. can tell like they shot him at two different times.
2: Yeah.
1: So he's able to edit, but it. I mean, if you can get past like the the uh, aesthetics part of it, like the look of it, mm-hmm. it works. It actually makes the it actually makes their relationship like their dynamic stronger.
0: Sorry. I- there was just one thing that, you know, mm-hmm. how sometimes you think about something? Mm-hmm. Remember when we watched the first Zack Snyder? Yeah. And the, the one janitor with the fucking Oh, name with the badge, the yeah. And they fixed it in the second one. They fixed one.
1: the badge, yeah. <laughs> I know, people were just like, the badge? Like, trust me, you'll notice it. <laughs> <laughs> um. So, also, what this film does is that in the Lester version, superman becoming human is more done as a selfish kind of act like i want to be human because i essentially want to bone this woman Mm -hmm. um but in the donner version we actually get more of a conflict between uh kal-el and his father jor-el which i think that part was great like there's a there's a couple scenes where he's like talking to him he's like he's like asking him like when can i be happy Like, am I just never going to be happy? Or do I have to constantly fight for humanity until the day I die? Mm -hmm. You know, he starts asking like these serious questions. And it's this really good dialogue that happens back and forth. And I thought it was fucking great. And it really was lacking in the Lester version.
0: And it's funny because they used his mother in the Lester version.
1: So there's a reason for that. Mm
0: -hmm. There's
1: a reason for that. Um, So what happened, let me see if I can find it real quick okay so what happened was that uh, on December 15th uh, 1978 Superman the movie was released domestically to critical critical claim box office success right two days later Marlon Brando who played Jor-El, sued the producers for 50 million dollars claiming to claiming not to have received his promised 11.75 back end cut um, so despite actually shooting despite shooting scenes in the sequel um, the lesser took him out
2: I was like, <laughs> Fuck it. And
1: so he brought in, uh, I can't remember her name, but the actress who played the mother in the first Superman movie, he put her there instead. Mm-hmm. Which, if you think about it, doesn't make a whole lot of sense in the lesser version. Like, wait, why is he talking to his mother now? What happened to his dad?
0: Well, no, it seemed to me like in that version, mm-hmm. they just had the, both of them loaded up. Like, to me, that felt maybe not as good as, like, not as close to the comic. Mm-hmm. But for me, like... If I was Superman, I would want to know what both my parents looked like. I
1: know. And that would make sense if you had both your parents in that scene. But you only had the mother. And oh, l-
0: instead of them both being together. Yeah,
1: or, or like appearing like uh, on and off or something like that. But mm-hmm. instead, you just have the mother. And there's no explanation of why he's no longer talking to Jor-El. Mm-hmm. Um, but the Donna version, they fix it because um, the Brando family had worked out a deal with WB. That's why uh, Brando's like likeness and his voice is used in Superman Returns Mm -hmm. and and when Warner Brothers was like oh we want to we're going to fix the Donna version they're like alright we'll just we'll fucking throw Brando in there finally yeah um uh, (laughs) one thing that is missing a little bit a little bit is um that the lesser version did I, I will say was better was that when Lois finds out who Superman is and they have like that time in the um in the forces of solitude, mm-hmm. there's less of that in this version, which I kind of I miss because we didn't get an idea of how the relationship was, like how it blossomed.
0: Yeah, you kind of get them like cooking dinner.
1: Yeah, and in a playful kind of way too, like yeah. a, like we're playing house kind of thing.
0: Yeah, and then he like turns into a person, and then they, no wait, they had sex before.
1: Yeah, and then he got then he turned into a human being yeah
0: yeah i don't know i did kind of like the other way better where he was like i could go anywhere and get you food yeah yeah like whatever you want i can bring it back right now
1: yeah yeah um okay so do you okay so do you want to go through this article that i i found about the the donner cut Mm -hmm. okay so i found this article on collider it's great article called uh, "How the Donner Cut of Superman 2 Was the Original uh, Snyder Cut," um, so it kind of breaks it down and everything. So what had happened? So the first, the beginning of the turmoil was that the first Superman movie it was uh, it was it, it it was a huge success. All right, it was at the time, um, but at the time it was considered the most expensive movie uh, with fifty five million dollars, which is equal to two fifty million today. Um, so, the father and son producing uh, duo Alexander and, was that Ila? Ila Saklin uh, had also decided the film to film the sequel c- concurrently. Okay. So,
0: Ilya oh, oh, yeah. Salkind.
1: Thank you. Okay. So, they t- the production had started in March of 1977, but there was already tension between Donner and the producers, okay, and freaking collaborator uh, Pierre Spiegel. i um, oh, sorry. I think it's Spangler. Um, they claimed that Donner went, like, millions over budget. Mm -hmm. But Donner was like, they never gave me a budget to begin with. Okay. Okay. So, um, how do you say the guy's name? Salkland?
0: Salkind.
1: Salkind. Okay. So, Salkind had actually approached Richard Lester to come on board as an uncredited producer uh, and second unit. Okay. Um, Donner and Salkland, they were no longer talking to each other. Right. And Lesser was like the th- was the mediator between mm-hmm. them, right? So eventually Salkin claimed that Donner had shot about fifty, sixty percent of the movie, uh of what he what he attended for the sequel. Um, but it's been reported that it was actually seventy percent. By that time, Donner was like kicked out. They they kicked him the fuck out.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Okay. So um oh of course the Molly Brando thing like I had mentioned earlier. So that so they brought um so what happened was that, to kind of rewind a little bit, Donner was not the original choice to be the director for the second Superman movie. Um, they originally were going to get Guy Hamilton, who had worked on several Bond films, Goldfinger and the Man with the Golden Gun. But Hamilton couldn't commit, so then, Donna, so then they were like, all right, bring Donner in. Mm-hmm. Okay. But like I said, um, when Donner was kicked out, uh, Richard Lester stepped in. And... Uh, so And so in March 1979, he stepped, he stepped out for the uncredited producer role and was hired 20 months prior and officially took the director's chair. Okay. So to solve the Jorel problem stemming with from Brando's suit against them, the—how do you say Sulkins?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, replaced them with Susan York.
0: Susanna York. Susanna
1: York, that's the one, who had previously played Superman's uh, Kryptonian mother, Lara. Okay, so that's why she's in this version. Okay. Because they, they were like, Brando's out, bring her in. Yeah. Okay. So here's when it starts getting super crazy. Okay. Cinematographer Jeffrey Unsworth had died in October 1978. Um, and a place that needed to be found. All right. So Donner wanted to get uh, Unsworth, a longtime camera operator, Peter McDonald. Um, <clears throat> but Lester had brought in Robert. Uh, painter painter to mimic the garish look schemes of the comic and it, and eliminate any idealized Norman Walkwell influence. So that's why we get like cuz if you know it's like it looks different too. The uh-huh. Donner like the lesser version is more comical and more like funny comic book hee hee kind of shit yeah. where like Donner's is like a bit darker. Yeah. <clears throat> okay, so shortly thereafter uh, production, production designer John Barry died in oh, 1979 Jesus. after collapsing on the set of empire strikes back and he was replaced by peter morton i oh, sorry merton uh so film resumed in july but christopher e reeve had already been committed to another film called somewhere in time and the sulkins sued him for breach of contract so they forced his ass to come back for these reshoots okay uh, upon renegotiation Reeve demanded more creative control since he maintained reservations about the script following Donner's departure. So this this is where a case, like I said, it's it's kind of really following the Snyder thing. Yeah. Where a director's gone, the actors don't like the directors that they brought in to replace it, um, and has to like work with it and shit like that. Mm -hmm. Um, All right. So at the end of Superman 1, it said, next year, Superman 2... Right, they're already gearing up, right? However, the movie did not open, the movie wouldn't open in America until the summer of 1981, six months after Australia's release, and two and a half years after the first film's promise of the movie coming
2: out.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and I'm sure at that time people were like, weren't they supposed to make like a Superman movie? What else is going on with that, you know? Mm-hmm. So, um you know, all those kinds of, So, the movie was released. Donner went off to go do his own thing. He did the Goonies. He did the Lethal Weapon movies. He went to do his own thing, right? So, decades later, Superman 2's production, uh, Kerfuffle, the landscape of the film fandom had evolved thanks to the internet. Excuse me. And that's because of Spider-Man Two and the X-Men films, mm-hmm. which Donner produced. Okay. So, director's cut and special editions, those, those words kept coming around very often. One of the most famous ones is Ridley Scott's Blade Runner. There's multiple versions of that. Um, Okay, so then what happened... Oh, and the special edition Star Wars trilogy as well. That's another good example. So then... um, uh, The most notable development, however, came in 2001 in the form of a DVD special of the Superman movie cobbled together with and restored with Donner's input from old broadcast versions, which were made slightly longer than the original since TV stations paid for the film by the minute. Okay, so, what else helped help kind of kick this, really start kicking this up? And because of like the old fandom, uh, May 2004, Planet of the Apes fan blog, The Forbidden Zone, began letter writing and campaigning the effort of Don- to get Donner's version to release in time for the 25th anniversary. Of course, at this time, people had known about, like, they had known the, the story of Donner being kicked off. You know, so they're like, it has to be a different version, right? Uh-huh. Um, the blog suggested the Warner Brothers all at once rather than spread out over a period of time on June 19th, the film's original uh, US, sorry, US release date. The Forbidden Zone's press release of subsequent write-ups by popular websites as Ain't It Cool News cited a 2004 Log magazine interview with Lois Lane actress Margaret Kidder, in which she said, there's a whole other Superman Superman 2 in a vault somewhere with scenes of Chris and me that have never seen the light of day. It's far better than the one that was released. That line reminds me of Jason Momoa. Mm -hmm.
2: Because
1: he was at these conventions like, yeah, there is a Snyder Cut. It's badass, man. Blah, 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 blah. (laughs)
2: Exact
1: same fucking thing happened. Okay. So Jim uh, Carwell, president of uh, of Warner Home Video, responded to several emails and some are saying... Warner Home Video is uh, supportive of an extended version of Superman 2 on DVD. However, there are complex legal and creative issues that need to resolve before the film can be released. Warner Home Video is presently addressing these issues. So, legal issues was like Martin Brando's likeness um, uh, with the lawsuit. Um, Donner had actually been approached to do it, uh, but he was like, I'm not doing it. <laughs> this happened in 2001. At first, he was like, I'm not going to do this shit. I don't, like... That's like how David Fincher doesn't was nothing to do with Alien Three, like at all. Mm -hmm. Okay, so he said quietly, "I was done with it. Uh, I was finished with it, and I had such a bad experience with the uh, Sulkin family that I just didn't need it anymore." That was that was Donner's quote. Um, But the letters didn't stop, like at all. In two thousand and six, interview with Amazon uh George Fellenstein, uh Senior Vice President Warner Home videos catalog marketing revealed that the department for years and years and years were getting these letters saying we want the Donner cut. We want the Donner cut. Mm-hmm. Sounds like the Snyder Cut campaign, <laughs> yeah. doesn't it? Um, so uh so they said if it were if it was somehow to come to fruition the tax would, would not involve reshoots, obviously because um I think the time like Christopher Reed was dead Uh, Margaret Kidder I think she might have been dead at the time too or maybe not no I don't think she was dead at the time but we all know the story of Christopher Reeve he had been paralyzed from the waist and they they couldn't do reshoots like that simple Um, plus they were much older yeah much older too yeah Um, so it would heavily fall on post production uh, along with editor Michael Tao as he goes into the store he brings he brings in his work so Tao has worked with Donner's as, uh, as a Donner's assistant on the Goonies um, and he's done restoration of the Superman movie. So in order to create this version, uh, Tao had unearthed a significant amount of footage of the first film and involved in England six fucking pallets.
2: Oh shit! A film six
1: pallets that is huge.
2: Yeah, that is
1: really huge. Um, you see, so Tao Tao had approached Warner Brothers, and it was like, hey we can do the Donner cut.
0: No, Tao was approached by Warner
1: Brothers. Oh, yeah, Brothers. yeah. He, sorry, he, was, he was approached by Warner Brothers and was like, all right, we can do this, right? Uh, unbeknownst to the fans, the circumstances had changed. Okay, so Storm, the studio informed uh, Tao that uh, deal had finally been struck with Marlon Brando's estate and we can use the likeness of him. So, boom, Brando's back in it again, okay? Mm-hmm. So Tao began editing under the supervision of Tom Mankiewicz,
0: Wait a minute, wait a minute.
2: Huh.
0: After they said Marlon Brando could be in the movies again,
2: mm-hmm.
0: he went back to the vault and found another six pallets. Of
1: <laughs> so that's 12 total. Wait, wait, I, I, I must have missed that. So the,
0: the very last sentence of the paragraph. And so back to, oh, wow.
1: <laughs> <The> 12 <laughs> whole pallets. Yeah. 12 whole pal- Okay, so check this out. Check this out. 12 whole pallets of footage. Guess what they didn't do? They didn't make it four fucking hours. No. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, uh, Tao get, began re-editing. Uh, oh, yeah. So, yeah. Creative consultant Tom Mankiewicz, Mankiewicz who did some uh, writing creative consultant work on the Superman movie. If that name sounds familiar, that is the nephew of Herman Mankiewicz, the man who was behind Citizen Kane. Yeah, so and, little... and
0: also Netflix did a movie called Mank.
1: Yeah, yeah. Okay, so Donner finally became involved again. He started providing notes, feedback, like what to do, what not to do, okay? Um, it said, this wasn't to be a retooled version of the theatrical re- release, but rather a mostly new cut from the original negatives. Now, if you've seen the, the, the Donner version, you will see the significant differences, like scenes that weren't included, reveals that weren't included, character motivation that wasn't included. Um, uh,
0: but other things that were included that you're like that wasn't there that wasn't there
1: <laughs> yeah yeah exactly um, so owing to the constraints the creators even restored to using screen tests of Donner screens that Donner had shot with Reeve and Kidder for a scene he never got to film so that's a scene we we're talking about of, of how Superman is revealed to be uh, how Clark Kent is revealed to be Superman um, so November 28, 2006 the movie got released on DVD right Um, so there's like a significant amount of differences. Uh, one of the biggest differences is they get rid of that ending from the Lester version, the one where super, or, um, Clark kisses, uh, Lois and she Mm -hmm. like just forgets her memory Mm -hmm. or does she just lose her memory and just like, what happened the past few days? They get rid of that and replace it with. Superman going back in time again?
0: Like Like from the first Superman movie. From the first movie. movie.
1: So here's why they did that. The ending in the first Superman movie, that was supposed to be the ending of the second Superman movie. It was supposed to be one long story and then him rewinding time and then starting over again with the Superman legacy. Ah, okay. But like getting, giving, like, and that's why Donna was like, but at the time with that first one, they didn't have a script fully ready to go. So Donna had to make something on the spot, like okay, this is how the movie ends, and they went with it.
2: Mm-hmm. But
1: all the, all the entire time, that was supposed to be the part two ending. Yeah. So that's how we got this. That that's how we got that version. Which I'm gonna ask Kelsey, what's your opinion on that ending?
0: Immediately, I was like, like first you were like, I hope it's not the kiss again, and I'm like, yeah, me too. <laughs> and then he rewound time by. Sp- by flying around the world. And I yeah. was like, he could have done the kiss again. <laughs> yeah, this, is, this is so much worse.
1: It was worse. It was just like, oh, fuck. We did that. <laughs> <laughs> also, what's missing... Um, so the Donna version is like 11 minutes shorter. It's less comedic. It's a bit more serious. Um, there's, e- there's even that part at the end of the movie in the lesser version where they're in the Fortress of Solitude. There's like... um there's like four Superman. there's three villains that oh, like yeah. appear um
0: and then he grabs the s off of his fucking yeah
1: and we, we what you said it looked like
0: a fruit roll up fruit roll
1: up <laughs> <laughs> yeah so that whole part because i remember seeing that that fruit roll up part is like actually kind of iconic because a lot of people were like what the fuck was that you know <laughs> so a lot of like
0: or, or was it ironic
1: (laughs) a lot of unexplained like superman powers show up in in the lesser version like especially in that particular scene that scene is completely cut like there's none of that yeah instead there's kind of like a, a of a intellectual like conversation between superman and zod of like them trying to like one up each other using like their intelligence yeah which I
0: think that makes more sense. I, I actually liked it because we had
1: that big climactic battle in Metropolis, which I thought was fucking cool. I actually think it was improved too, because it looked pretty bad. And
0: they use less mannequins.
1: They use less mannequins for the for the for the bystanders.
0: <laughs> uh, also the thing that you said you missed, or I don't know if you missed it or not, but you noticed it was gone. Hmm. The crazy man talking on the phone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. There's like a
1: part where like a man's like
0: like General Zod and Ursa and Nan are all blowing. Yeah. Because uh, the 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 city people were gonna go like come up on them like, Oh, mm-hmm. you hurt Superman or whatever. Yeah, right? let's
1: get him and shit.
0: And they start so they start blowing wind mm-hmm. and all like there's this guy in a telephone booth talking on the phone. Mm-hmm. And he's falling over and him and the booth are sliding down the street <laughs> and he's still talking on the phone and all of a sudden he's like Ha 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 ha, ha, yeah. ha, ha, ha. And you're like why is he laughing?
1: Yeah, there's like a phone in his hand but no booth. Like, yeah,
0: like it's totally disconnected.
1: It's so fucking weird. That is completely gone. It's I wanna thing.
0: know the story behind that. I wonder if we could find it somewhere. I know like I later. Probably look
1: for it. Um So yeah, there's there is the lesser cut, there's a the Donner cut. There is an actual, another cut called the International cut. It's called Superman 2, the Restore International cut. And this is like the fans have like brought this together. Um, uh, in 2004, fans sought to recreate as best as they could the nearly two and a half hour broadcast edition of the film, which aired in Europe and Australia using various fan submitted sources like VHS. Um, they did. Ha- they did create a DVD and sell it. But like Warner Brothers put a stop to it. So oh, it's like shit. it's so that's even harder to find I'm curious about that one too to see the difference in that mm. one. Um so let me see what else. Oh yeah, of course, yeah. The so like the yeah, the ending's completely different, like he goes back in time and everything. Um even though like the, what we saw in the Donner cut, that was originally supposed to be the ending, not for the part one. Um so, yeah, and, oh, oh, and, and the article points to something out of this. I thought this was really fucking funny. It goes, uh, referring to like Superman rewinding time and oh. everything. Strangely, this version of the ending remains intact in the Donner Cut, despite Superman having turned back time and erased the events of the last few movies, of uh, the few days. The result is Clark is essentially showing up to bully a man who was yet to do anything wrong. So, this is the scene where. Clark gets his ass kicked when he's human and then of course in the lesser version you see him go back and he like Superman he like teach him a lesson right mm-hmm. but yeah what the article saying is like wait if he rewound time that dude would have never bumped into Clark therefore he's beating the shit out of guy for no fucking reason
0: <laughs> um, also he said something I was like that's very unsuperman like yeah he said something about trash. He called him like trash. Yeah.
1: Something. Oh yeah. Yeah. He's like, oh, I never.
0: Oh, I've he, never seen the trash eat trash. Yeah. Before.
1: No, I never seen garbage eat garbage. Yeah. Yeah. You i know, just like, what? <laughs> um. So yeah, I mean, that's that's the Donner cut. That's the history of 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 what happened. I mean, there is there's more to it, and we'll link it into the into the show notes. It's a really fascinating read. Ah. Uh, okay. So. With that,
0: oh wait, there was um hmm. about Donner um having actually shot the diner scene.
1: Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so Donner has shot the. So Lester likes to say that that was his scene, mm-hmm. that he shot it. Um, so in two thousand and one, after initially turning down the Donner cut, he spoke. Uh, This is about Donner. He spoke bitterly about Lesser having taken credit for the diner scene, which Donner not only shot, but in which he makes a cameo appearance. There was an interview... This is what he said. There was an interview, and the director who finished the picture talked about how important that scene was to him as a filmmaker, he said. Donner said. Um, I wanted to say, you son of a bitch, you didn't do that scene. Not only didn't you make that scene, I'm in in it. (laughs) Fucking Lesser trying to take credit for Donner's work.
2: That's fucked up. (laughs)
1: Um... So, we were on this for a while, but I think it was very important we talked about about this, about this Donner Cut and the history of it. Um, but the most important thing is to ask Kelsey if Superman 2 still holds up.
0: <sighs> the Donner Cut, right?
1: Uh, yes, the Donner Cut.
0: I'm kind of torn on this version of it.
2: Oh, okay, okay.
0: Because I don't think... By today's standards, it would hold up. Yeah. But as a classic, mm-hmm. and if you could appreciate it for what it is, mm-hmm. it does hold up.
1: Yeah, I totally agree with that. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'll, I'll go far as to say, because um, I know you and I kind of talked about this. Um, when I was growing up, this was my favorite Superman movie. I don't like the four. Uh, this one, uh, Superman 3, and then Superman 4, The Quest for Peace. This is Superman 2. Used to be my favorite because of the Zod and everything and the uh, Nan and Ursa showing up.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: After watching this and before that, watching the original Superman movie to lead up to this, I kind of lean more into the to the first Superman movie now mm. because I don't know. It just felt so right to see this Superman. It felt so right to see Christopher Reeve don that suit again and everything. And it was something about like it was. It wasn't specifically comic accurate, but it was enough reality and comic accuracy to kind of blend in together and not make it look like funky.
0: For me, it was just uh, seeing Christopher Reeves, um, mm. Christopher Reeves with uh, Ma and Pa Kent.
1: Oh yeah, that shit is so good. Yeah, 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 yeah. That that stuff is really good. Cause I, cause you've never seen any of the Superman movies, right?
0: Yeah, I haven't. Like,
1: beforehand. And I remember telling you, I was like, you'll you'll understand why Christopher Reeve is, like, the perfect Superman. Like, why he's it, you know? Mm-hmm. And even, like, rewatching his movies, I'm just like, damn, I miss him as Superman. He's, like, he's fucking Superman. Like, yeah. hands down and shit. Um, so, as a classic, I do think the Donner Cut still does hold up. I think it's something that... Sh- I honestly think that's the one people should watch as well. They should watch Lester Lester Cut and the Donner Cut as well. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <sighs> yeah, Is
0: that it. I, I think, think that was a perfect fucking matchup we did.
1: <laughs> yeah, I know,
0: right? Like I was like, what? <laughs> I thought it was a one-off kind of thing with Snyder. <laughs> yeah.
1: Woo! All right. So, um anything else? Nope. All right. So, we want to thank everybody for joining us for uh, this very special episode. <laughs> uh, we definitely want to thank the folks over at Your Entertainment Corner for hosting this podcast on their website um, for all your news, uh, film news, TV news, um, and reviews, especially, you know, my co-host here, Kelsey Loiselle. And you can find her writings <clears throat> at yourentertainmentcorner.com. Uh, you can catch this podcast and all other podcast catchers. I'm oh, sorry. <laughs> you can catch this podcast and all past podcasts on all podcast catchers. There we go. <laughs>
0: Sally sells Sally. <laughs> Sally sells seashells <laughs> by the seashore.
1: Uh, so yeah, we're on Podbean, Spotify, iTunes, uh, Amazon, Pandora. Verbal. Verbal.
0: <laughs> Peter Piper picked a peck of pickled peppers. <laughs> uh,
1: so next week we're off. Uh, honestly, we we I think we earned it <laughs> <laughs> going through these DC films. Yeah. Um. So there will be no new episode next week. However, that will give you guys more than enough time to get ready for the episode that will be released on April the 6th. That's in two weeks. Um, our recent review will be Godzilla vs. Kong, the matchup of the century, again, uh, which, is streaming, which will be streaming on HBO Max March 31st. Mm. With that, our geriatric cinematic will be 1962's King Kong versus Godzilla. Kelsey and I were like debating what which we were gonna do, and I'm actually glad that Kelsey was like, "Let's just do King Kong Godzilla." Like,
2: yeah. All right, let's yeah. do that. Um,
1: that is streaming on YouTube for free
2: mm-hmm. as
1: of the time of this recording. Don't tell them I sent you,
2: <laughs> but it's streaming
1: on YouTube for free. Uh, the topic is, can we all just get along? <laughs> <clears throat> so. Um, so yeah, like I said, see on the show. We hope everybody's safe. Put on your mask. Wash your damn hands. We're close to beating this pandemic. Vaccines are coming out. Take your vaccine. Theaters are opening up again. Sooner or later, those bars are going to start opening up again. hmm I think Disneyland's about to open up again as well. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, folks. <laughs> um So, yeah, we're going to bid everybody adieu. Uh, But before that, uh, I'm going to tell everybody a a nice little story. Uh, So, I was a smart-ass kid growing up. Still kind of a smart-ass now, but it was really bad when I was was of a young age. Um, And my mom would catch me on this a lot. Uh, And normally I would think, you know, like any stupid kid... Things like, oh, I got one up on my parent. You know, I'm smarter than them at this point, blah, 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 blah. Mm-hmm. Right. And I'm like going at it. And I'm, I'm like, well, Mark, well, mom, this doesn't make sense. Well, mom, what about this? What about that? And my mom's in the kitchen. She's washing dishes, just kind of like, you know, just like, yeah, yeah, like whatever, whatever. And then it's, I, I don't know, I don't remember what it was, but I said something that really caught her attention because she stopped and she looked at me and she must have just seen Superman 2. At that moment, she said, it is extremely likely that you are merely a fool, like father, like son.